every Thursday, the coolest place to be on the internet is YouTube, and not for trailers of Marvel movies that don't exist made by Den of Geek, but for <laughs> soda discussions. The weekly soda pop review and discussion video produced, directed, edited, and everything by Jimmy and starring your hosts, Jeff and Dan from yeah, Pop Me Into. That's us. We're from the show you're listening to right now, and we're trying to make you watch another show of ours. Yeah. It's really good. It's humorous. It's Insightful. It's insightful. It's It's so delightful. It's soda pop. And the taste of the fizz is on my tongue. (laughs) You're tonic. I don't know what I'm doing. So, this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh, baby, that was good. I am stupid. I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what they like. We like. This week is The Chef Show. My name is Jeff, and for her first Halloween, my daughter was a chicken. And for her first Halloween, a squid. My name is Dan, and I sincerely believe that grits are the most versatile dry good in my kitchen. (laughs) My name is Jimmy, and my favorite Ninja Turtle is Raphael. Oh, that was, I need a fun fact. Yes. <laughs> He's all of our I looked at the TMNT books and I yeah. was like, what could I do there? We've said it before. We'll say it again. It's Man. A, it's a strong. I, I love, love being, being a, a turtle. turtle. <laughs> How could you set that up and not hit it? I was going to say it's a strong fun fact. But yeah, that's, it's very funny. Yeah. So grits, you're, you're just, you're a pasty boy lately. Pasty you're eating boy. cream of wheat. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. eating grits. Wheat. Last time we saw you're yeah. topping all the slops. You're plopping all the plops. Ooh. So the thing is like, I have like stone ground grits and I've realized that I can use them for a lot of things. Like guys. what? What do you use them for? Oh, I'll make a porridge. I'll make a grit. Okay. I'll make a polenta. I'll use it in a um like a dredge or a batter to fry fish. Yeah, you can do that too. It's really good. I'll I'll throw it in like a you can't use it exclusively, but you can toss some in like a cornbread or a corn muffin mix for some extra texture. Cuz then it would just be a grit muffin. Yeah. Which was my name on the circuit. Grit muffin. That's Jeff's hip hop name. <laughs> Little grit muffin. Get on you. What up GM? This is the part of the episode where the toy boys go all toy on your ass. Um, I don't I don't like that. No, no, uh, not a fan. Uh, we're talking ourselves into things. Talk yourself out of introducing this segment like that. Just trying to keep it fresh, Jeff. <laughs> you mean grit muffin? Yeah. Little grit muffin. That's uh, also what Jeff calls what he leaves in his underwear at night. <laughs> Little grit muffins. <laughs> Poor Jeff's wife. <laughs> He's crying. Uh, I'm, holding, I'm holding it a fart because it might turn into a grit muffin. Uh, this is the part of the episode where we talk ourselves into things. Just little things. Not enough for a whole episode. Um, That's good. Uh, this week, I've been talking myself into 
drinking more soda. Oh, yeah, I wonder I like why. Yep, we've been working on soda discussions, which means purchasing more sodas, and it it just becomes one of those things. It's like, well, if I'm here buying soda for the pot for the YouTube show. Might as well buy some for me to drink and enjoy. Oh. What are you buying for yourself to drink and enjoy that's not for the show? Uh, just duplicates, basically. Uh, so you're buying duplicates to drink them before the show? Like I do? <laughs> no. Hold on. I'm, I'm about to sneeze. Do it that way. Do it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I got COVID. They're duplicates of things that I've already tried that are going to be on the show. Like okay. Avery's Birch Beer, Fox gotcha. and Park, stuff Dude, like that. I... Do you realize how hard it is for me to have Pepsi and Cracker Jack and not drink it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to do that soon. So I also shout out to like something from So Discussions. If you're not watching it, you should be because spoiler alert, uh, I enjoyed the Pepsi cream. Oh, you bought some more? I haven't found it yet, but if I go to somewhere that has Dude, it, I'll like, buy some. There's a million cases at every Dollar General I've ever been Really? To. They're mm. oddly enough not at either of the grocery stores I've been to in the last two weeks. Yeah. I gotta... forgot we did that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot our first recording session. I'm still working my way through that 12 pack of black cherry. Yeah, they're very gross. That was gross. Uh, I so I basically years ago I was a big time soda guy, drank multiple sodas per day. Then I drank no soda ever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at the point where I drink like, I don't know, maybe like a couple cans or, you know, a couple servings of soda a week, like once every yeah. two I, days I go something. through waves where I'm like, I drink a lot of it and then I cut it out completely and don't Me drink too. it at all. And then I'm back. And I was at the point where I want to cut it out so bad and we start this fucking show. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Jim. Jim. Yeah, I think I'm at like a good balance. Like I enjoy it as a treat, but it's not like an everyday thing. Mm. lucky jeff's Jeff's gone beyond that (laughs) jim what are you talking yourself into this week so i have been talking myself into something that's very appropriate for this episode oh topical i've been talking myself into watching more cooking videos on the tubes the youtubes what you watching who you watching i'm watching pro home cooks baby pro home cooks great channel been watching that a lot i've been watching binning with babish been really enjoying Mm -hmm. the uh, botched by Babish series, which is pretty fun. Have you watched? Really, that, I hate it. Really, it's the only. Well, okay, I didn't like his his like lovey dovey stuff, stuff. But I also like what I like about Babish is like the it's man- just straightforward. Exactly. And what I <laughs> don't so like about lame. Babish, no, no, I love comedy stuff. There's a lot of comedy cooking that I enjoy, but yeah. I just don't find him funny, and he's oh. trying so hard to be funny. Yeah. I like the editing. I like the style of it. I like that it's more documentary style than like, I, like I don't care about well. the comedy stuff, but I like the, that it's shot like like a documentary. Fully agree. I also like the longer uh, run times mm-hmm. and like the trying things over and over again. That's all cool. I just hate that he's like filling it with jokes. They're really yeah, bad. That's probably his actual sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. But yeah, I've been enjoying that. I've been watching, uh, like we were saying, Pro Home Cooks. We did our Brothers Green Eats episode. You should check that out. Mm. We should probably change that name to Pro Home Cooks now so we can get more probably. people to listen to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying his content as well. Been watching, like, he's been doing like 15 minute dinners and stuff. And uh, nice. looks pretty good. Like, even a lot of stuff, it's like, eh, I'm never going to eat that. But that looks I miss making very cook good. with us videos, guys. I know. We the should pandemic do put a Maybe halt to that. it. Yeah, I know. I got a freaking kangaroo loin in the freezer ready to go sick <laughs> i got i got a freaking deer cut up in my freezer someone just rode by on a bicycle that looked exactly like babish yeah i could see that yeah but yeah that's what i've been doing watching a lot of cooking videos when i'm at work not doing anything that's cool jeff what are you talking yourself into? i too am watching cooking videos 
it's topical, but specifically, I've been fucking with Julia Child. Oh, dude, I was just looking where I could stream Julia Child. Pluto TV has a Julia Child channel. Oh man, so I'm there, gonna have to there's do that. commercials, but it's not that bad. You get what you get. There is stuff from black and white Julia Child all the way wow. until like the end of her life. Julia, oh, I like Julia. that. And, oh, dude, it's so Dealer's good. Like, choice. Like towards the end when she's like on PBS in like 1999 or 2000 or whenever it was, um, she has Julia Child with Master Chefs. So she has like a lot of local chefs mm. from like the New York. I think it might even be like in Connecticut because um, um, she has Jacques Pepin on a lot. Yeah. And he lives in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. So so it was close by. So, yeah, there's just like it's nothing crazy because now with cooking shows, you have a lot of like hipster shit and, you know, a lot of like around the world stuff. This is like pretty classical Americana French cooking. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's known for French cooking. But later on, there's a lot of Americana stuff. Mm. And it's it just looks like really good. What's the name of her original show? The The French Chef. Oh, is that it? I believe so. I thought it was the French Cordon Bleu or something. Something like that. But, yeah, I've just been at night. I'll just like if I'm just sitting on the couch and I just need to like zone out and relax, I'll put that on. If I'm doing like if I'm working from home, mm. I'll just have it playing. It's 24 hour Julia Child, baby. I like oh, that. I'm definitely. And there's do there's that. different shows too. Like there's some shows where it'll be like a topic, so mm. it'll be like a theme. Today we're going to find out how to cook duck, both bourguignon. Yeah, the best. And then they like they go to like one dude who's roasting a whole duck, and then they go to like this other like new age chef, new age at the time, who's like doing the some of these the. 90s it it ranges too so yeah it's like it's all over the place and watching cooking shows in black and white is crazy because like now you know what cooking shows are but back then she was the pioneer she she started it she set the foundation also probably on what like all cooking shows became it was probably like a single static camera yeah it is and there was i was watching one last night when she was holding up whatever she was oh a knife she was just like showing the knife she was using and the camera just like kind of like fell and went out of focus <laughs> and they like lifted it up and like zoomed in and out and it's just one camera That's the funny. camera and, like, was probably the size of a motorcycle and, and sometimes some uh, there's usually two there's one facing her and then one on the food like how jimmy does so discussion so mm-hmm. thanks julie child um but like <laughs> the, the second one is pretty clear it's pretty good quality but since it's all black and white, you can't really like tell what the food is sometimes. <laughs> well, likely it was filmed on an actual film camera, yeah, which means it has sure. amazing quality. It was probably just like a broadcast horribly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it, are you? How much money are they spending to upgrade this? Zero. To yeah, no, yeah, it's not exactly. But like, yeah, it's it's. But the, I have to really laugh good. like when they side tangent when they released Star Trek the original series on Blu-ray and people were like, "That's going to look like it. crap," and they're like, "No, it's not because yeah, it was filmed it's, on, yeah, on film. film." Yeah, dude, it's like I think. Th- I was reading an article when 4K first came out or something and they were talking about Wizard of Oz and they're like on film you can get up to like 10K. So it's like we will have decades worth of upgrades to these movies. Yes. Which is sick. But when you film it in digital it's locked in. So when they were filming like trash movies on like 1080p. Correct. That's the maximum you can get. I just recently watched um, 28 Days Later. That movie looks bad. Huh. Well, looked, the quality was, was that very because bad. of the the time when they were like everything is gray and dirty and no it was just screen? really bad uh like footage oh, <laughs> like yeah. if well, they recorded it on like a handy cam it was yeah, like, gonna say they shot it on like julia a child handheld. to apocalyptic yeah. zombie films this is talk me into yeah 
Side tangent, I just had a flashback of Dan talking about the barefoot Contessa in like episode two. I was thinking about that. When I said Julie Child, I was like, Dan's gonna yeah. like talk about barefoot Contessa. No, I mean, it's definitely like you can see the lineage from one yeah. to the other. Yeah, no, you totally can. But yeah, it's it's a very... I heard they're making a Julia Child documentary and it's getting some very big, good buzz. Well, they made a movie with Meryl Streep. Yeah, I yeah Julie and Julia. It was good, but it's only part about Julia Child. Oh, okay. And partly about Julia Gulia from the wedding scene. No. Oh, it's not. It's not a buddy cop movie. Sorry, Julia Child and Julia Gulia. It's about an Amy Adams character. Okay. Oh. This segment was over like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about cooking with celebrities and John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the show is, the Chef Show. The Chef Show. Yeah. Wait, so, are you talking about the creator of the Mandalorian, John Favreau? Oh no, I'm talking about the director of Iron Man, John Favreau. Are you talking about the director and writer and star of the movie film Swingers with Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, John Favreau? No, I'm talking about the actor from PCU, John Favreau. That was the poll, my friend. <laughs> That's the one that wins this show. Yeah, the Chef Show is based off of a film uh, by John Favreau called Chef, mm -hmm. which I have not seen. It's kind of one that like I wanted to watch, but yeah. then it really and to we'll watch at some point, I'm sure. Nobody's made a great cooking movie yet. This um, Chef is like I mean, I've seen. Have you seen Good Burger? <laughs> chef has great cooking scenes, and I think. Wait, like, do you know the tag of Good Burger? No. Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take it? No, nope. home of the good you, burger. Yeah, I thought you meant there was something different. Welcome no. to Good Burger, home of the good burger. Yeah. Can I take your order? I know, I just wanted to interrupt burgers. you. Dude, I remember I'm a dude. Are you? Are you? Oh, like, I'm a dude. You're a dude. He's She's a dude. dude. We're all dudes. We're hey, all dudes. that was very, you know, it's pretty progressive yeah. for late '90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pop Scott. Kel was like, "Gene, gender is over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're all dudes." Hey. Then he drank his orange soda. Uh, so um, to prepare for the movie Chef, John Favreau brought on a real life chef Roy Choi to yes. train him. So the Chef Show is John Favreau and Roy Choi cooking food with celebrities, and um, Roy Choi has a Korean fusion taco truck. Mm -hmm. restaurant in california someone and say he launched the taco truck phenomenon pretty much mm -hmm. yeah and i mm -hmm. went to kogi when i was in la and it was very good very good <laughs> like really good i think that saying it's the best tacos i've ever had people from la might be like well you're stupid but yeah no it's really good like if you come to connecticut and you have peppies and you're like that's the best pizza i ever had i'm like yeah it is i'm not gonna say you're stupid yeah. like kogi is very good food. i tried the new york ripoff version Carilla, and it was pretty good i'm sure it was fine that place we went to was also fine what was yeah. that taco place we went to i don't know but that's just straight up tacos this no, is no Carilla is korean taco no i meant the place we went to when we saw david Byrne. tacos numero uno yes yeah that was good but yeah um so that's what this show is dan and we haven't picked episodes yet jimmy and i will discuss i think we have a few we're throwing around so we'll, we'll let you know but yeah do you have any exposure to this show at all no, as I was saying at the end of our last episode, I did not know this show existed. Um, I saw Chef, and what I was trying to say earlier, I don't think I finished my thought, is that 
it's not a great movie like plot wise uh right. and some of the acting performances are not great but it does have great cooking sequences oh, okay so after what you've explained about this show i'm kind of excited to see uh the actual cooking yeah and less about a guy who's trying to rekindle a relationship with his estranged son. right and some of the episodes are different like some of them are just like john and roy cooking mm-hmm. and then some of them will have like celebrities come in to show them how they cook or some of them will be like they're teaching the celebrities how to cook it's pretty cool and they do themes there's there's an episode where they had like the cast of the avengers on we're probably not going to pick that one yeah but they they do like different things there's like, like a robert rodriguez rodriguez episode, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. episode there is yeah yeah that was pretty good i watched that i one. think we're gonna have to pick the dave filoni episode though yeah i mean that was good. you gotta cater to our we audience have to placate a little bit yeah but yeah it's just it's a netflix show there's two seasons and four parts or whatever. There's 25 episodes total. So you're not looking at like a huge investment of time. I don't know if there's going to be more uh, came out in 2019. The most recent episodes were from 2020. So it's 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 a fun fun. It yeah. is a fun fun. We like fun funs. Sounds fun. It's pretty fun. It's produced well. Jimmy, I don't know if you have anything else to say or if you want me to just keep talking. Or yeah, no, it's 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 this. a very good show. I think you're going to like it. It's it's produced well. The How did you guys good. get into it if you haven't seen the movie Chef? It was just on Netflix. Yeah, it was on Netflix. My mom was watching it once. It said the Chef show. I saw Roy Choi. I was like, I've seen him in other food shows. Let me watch his first episode. Yeah. And I did. And I was like, oh yeah. So Bill Jim, Burr was in the first episode too, so I like Bill Burr. Bomb talked you into it? Bomb. Yes. Suse. Hey, hey. Oh. Oh, we're referencing an SNL sketch from like 20 years ago. That nobody <laughs> knows. It's one of my favorite SNL yeah. skits and nobody remembers it. doesn't it. even exist on the internet. I don't even know what that it, is. It does since since NBC embraced YouTube. Okay. But before that, could not find it anywhere. So sad. So we're going to watch a couple episodes <laughs> of The Chef Show. Yes. I'm excited. Enjoy. Chef show. We watched Chef show, and it was pretty cool. All right. So you were you talking to it? Because if we could end the episode after that, that would be great. Yeah. I don't know if I have we the done. mental fortitude to continue after that really, really good rendition of a parody that you just wrote right now. That was my one brain cell. Some people have <laughs> called me the Weird Al of not good singers. <laughs> Oh, so weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting Ayo. for Dan to say that. I, I'm officially done. <laughs> so the first episode of the Chef Show we watched, guys, spoiler alert, too. We're going to be spoiling We're gonna, the Chef yeah. Show. Very spoilerable. They made pasta. Yeah. <laughs> what? Season one, volume one, episode three. Uh, I hate the way these were released. I also hate it yeah, because it's, it's super so confusing. Yeah. Very dumb. Just yeah. call it volume. Yeah. Or and also something. they're not in order at yeah. all. <laughs> no, why does Netflix do that sometimes? I don't like, know. They'll release shows in like Queer Eye they'll put like the seasons right. in reverse order they so do the newest that, ones yeah. are at top so when you're watching them you can't watch them in order i think they think that it's more bingeable but it's not no, it's not no. it's awful um so this one you guys chose for me yes uh because this has babish on it yes that is the yes. reason why we chose it this was jimmy's pick yeah because i thought you know dan's favorite thing about babish is when he's not doing his thing yeah so yeah it's his cooking yeah i think he'd be happy to hear that yeah yeah um also, they recreated the food from Chef, the movie, which I've yes. seen. So I think this episode may have even worked a little bit better for me than it did for you guys. Yeah, I right. mean, that's kind yeah. of what they do throughout the show. It's it's not like there's 
a format really they just kind of cook whatever every episode Mm -hmm. they go Um, to a place they cook some stuff Well, i would argue that this episode has more of a format it does but they also talk of a lot about like chef show and every episode there's something that has to do with the movie chef yeah Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, like, this is how John Favreau paired up with Roy Choi. He was, like, the food advisor right, and right. technical guy for... And uh, Babish makes food based off of movies and TV shows, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's perfect, really. Do you guys know much about Roy Choi's career? Yeah. yeah we talked about it a little bit, bit yeah. in the first So, time. the reason why he was chosen to be the food advisor for a chef is because the plot of that movie is about a fine dining chef who opens a food truck. Right. right. So it works, and uh, it's interesting to see this elegant food being prepared, and you're like, oh, yeah, this probably could be made on a food truck. Like, yep. it takes a lot of deftness and um, finesse, but it's fairly simple cooking. Like, there's not a lot of ingredients. Right. A lot I of it's done in, you, like, one pan. It's Jeff's show. There's not like we're going to spoil anything. If you fast forward to the end of the second episode when he's making linguine with clam sauce, mm-hmm. it's like three ingredients. Yeah. Right. And he does it in like two minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, the first thing they made was this is like one thing that I thought was odd. So they're like, what are we going to start with, chef? And Roy Choi is like, we're going to start with the dessert, berries and cream. So here's the thing. A lot of chefs do start with the dessert because they have to be baked or chilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was an odd choice. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do that with this. You don't have to bake it or chill it, and they ate it first. Yes. Yeah. So it was like, okay, maybe, maybe it was just, just felt the like easiest it. or yeah. the, maybe the freshest ingredients. They wanted to get it done quicker. Yeah, but it, it looked good. I mean, yeah, it did. I would argue that this is kind of a cop out dessert, and I thought the same thing in the movie mm. because, I mean, they mix some shit into berries and then they make whipped cream on top. Yeah, I know. But there's the caramel, which is interesting, but that just seems like a total like chefy move. Well, like, with that part with the caramel, I like the dynamic between the two because John Favreau, he's he's a I would say probably knows more than your average home cook, right? But he's not a professional by any means, right? So there's parts in here where you can tell he's just asking questions yeah. out of interest and not like I'm hosting a show. What are you doing now? Like yeah. when he's talking about, oh, you don't add water to your caramel, and Roy's like, well, you can. It's kind of like the right what's the way to do it well he's also like well how can i compare this so so when you make a movie and you have to look proficient they don't necessarily teach you to be that thing they teach you how to look like you are right so like uh if you have to speak french for a movie and they bring in a linguist they're gonna teach you how to say the lines perfectly and sound like you speak french but you're not gonna be able to go hold a conversation with this i mean like with knife work or something you have to be able to do that so he picked some of that up however in this instance He's like, I only know how to make caramel this way because this is the way you showed. Me. Right. So that's the difference between like a movie actor chef and an actual chef. But that's right. one thing I really like about. So do show, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you are the surrogate. Yeah. Also, I'm a home cook who likes to like try new things and experiment. And I totally vibe with Roy Choi's attitude, which is just like, I don't know. We'll try and see how it comes <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, I, I don't, don't want st- to make food pretty. I just want it to be good. I like when he starts the caramel and he's like, yeah, he's like, you just don't do anything to it. Don't touch it. Right. And then five minutes later, he's like, I'm just going to stir it. Uh, normally you wouldn't stir it, but <laughs> yeah. he's like, I can see something happening here that I don't like. So yeah. I'm going to stir it. Yeah. I mean, in, in the second episode, Dave Filoni was even like, yeah, it's, it's, it looks like he's just doing it all by feel. Yeah. yeah it's pretty pretty cool. And there's one part when they're making some kind of pasta and, and John is like, how much did you use? And Roy's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the next dish they do, the pasta alia olio, which I have a hard time saying and spoiling. Oil and garlic. Yeah. 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 It's just a very simple like pasta with yeah. shaved John garlic. John Favreau loves Goodfellas. Yeah. Brings it up a lot. Know, he yeah. brought it up in both ra- episodes. Razor blade scene. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, like, that's how Roy Choi taught him to slice garlic. 
I don't know if you need to make that comparison. You could just say slice it very thin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's a movie guy. He makes movies. Yeah. I think Roy Choi was like, I'll explain it in a way that you'll get. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this looks delicious. Our family is half Italian or a right. quarter Italian, and we do something very similar. So are similar, you the Alio or the Olio? <laughs> no, we're the, like, do this pasta, but way overcook the garlic and, like, yeah. burn it until it's, like, almost black. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can really smell and taste the garlic. <laughs> Dude, one of the and things... also, don't add fresh herbs, probably because <laughs> in the 1960s when my great-grandmother made this dish, there was no fresh no. herbs. Yeah, you're not going to get those. <laughs> or they were just too expensive. Well, one yeah. of the things that uh, Roy said in this episode, and I still don't know if it was real or a joke, is when he was talking about making, like, a seafood pasta, how he gets actual ocean water. Oh, that's real. No, I, I believe it's a real thing, but you still <laughs> couldn't tell. like a bit. Yeah, you couldn't tell because he well, John Favreau did definitely like was like really he's like yeah, yeah. You, you could buy it too yeah, yeah I've actually seen that in a restaurant That's I've crazy. seen a they sell it in like a bag that looks like a mini water mattress oh that's cool and it's just salt water weird yeah especially since you could just add salt to water but <laughs> you know when you're working at a fine dining restaurant and you're like trying to make everything sueño yeah perfect like you got to have when you're trying to make the big bucks yeah exactly yeah. um chocolate lava cake this is like the dumbest dish in restaurants to me. Like, yeah, it's it's like an Applebee's dinner. How can I describe? Yeah, yeah, it's like um, it's almost like a magic trick that everyone knows. Or like when you go see a band and they have one super big hit song, mm-hmm. like they have to play it. But also, you're like, okay. I mean, it's I still interesting this. to see how it's made. It's kind of like when they have like brownies with cookies in the middle. Like yeah. you know, you have to like right. freeze them and like partially bake them first you're like oh that's how you do well it. at least i appreciate that they did it the real way uh, they actually alluded to it at the end of this segment like that most restaurants like a tgi fridays or an mm-hmm. applebee's they'll literally just get this puck of like dough and and it's specifically like the consistency so that you can undercook it and right. it'll be molten in the middle but that's like not the real thing the real no, thing no, is no. to have the ganache center right the uh, when you go to tgi fridays or like even <laughs> domino's makes a version of this yeah uh that's just cake batter that you're eating yes. it's not like hot fudge or ganache, ganache or anything yeah so i was like you know what that's at least a little technique right but even the plating is so dated with the powdered sugar yeah. and the well, that's another strawberries. thing when they were like making the ganache they were <laughs> john was asking questions and he's just like I don't know that's fine. Yeah, you could do whatever. Well, Babish was like, "Oh, uh, I I thought you had to, uh, you know, melt the chocolate and then temper it." And, and Roy Choi's like, "That's nah, one way just, to do you it. You just heat the milk." It's <laughs> yeah. <fine." laughs> um, yeah, and then they closed the episode which with something that I liked, which was a remake. I guess they had previously tried to make beignets. Yeah, that and was they funny. Used yeah, old like mix batter mix, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they weren't that good, so. There, Roy Choi had a great line. He's like, if something doesn't work, just do it again. <laughs> My last warehouse job, we sold that mix, and I just have flashbacks of taping like two and three boxes together because we sold on Amazon. So you <laughs> yeah. have to like right. package them together. That's yeah. funny. Um, War flashbacks. And I never once like got a damage box or took it home or tried to make them myself. Yeah, that's a shame because they look like they worked pretty well. Yeah, it looks very yeah, they simple. Look good. I was surprised how, like, much they puffed up in the oil. Yeah, me too. Usually, like, you know, the buy-at-home mixes, I don't know, they just seem like they've been flat. bashed around and stuff so much that the ingredients don't work as well. Right. <clears throat> yeah, they looked really good. I don't think I've ever had a beignet. Oh, Jim. Yeah. They looked good. What about a Zeppeli? I've had Zeppelis. All yeah. right. Okay. Pretty similar. Yeah. You're good on the the donut variant chart Sick. with me. We're three somewhat Enzo's here. We've had Zeppelis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is somewhat. that bad? It's not great. It's not great. It's I'm better not going to bleep it. It's but better it's... than the other G word I used to call my grandma and she would laugh. 
That's awesome. I don't even know what that is. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, season one, volume two, episode five. Uh, you guys pitched this to me. Sounds like an episode of Star Wars. Exactly. There, right? it's, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, you guys pitched this to me as the Dave Filoni episode, which it very he's, much he's is. In it, but it's a Skywalker Ranch. Episode. Right. And yeah, I found that cool. actually more interesting. I had heard. I, did too, yeah. I had heard for a while that Skywalker Ranch had a big organic garden. I didn't realize it was this big. Yeah. Same. I didn't know Skywalker Ranch was like an actual ranch. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. They have animals and everything. Like later on, well, they yeah. allude to the beef. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna call bullshit on that beef they call it wagyu i looked at that marbling that's just regular yeah that's not wagyu i want to see a higher percentage of uh fat marbling (laughs) i just like how they're walking around with the farmer and they're just like pulling carrots out of the ground and munching on them and yeah i mean this comes first obviously but it reminded me a lot of maddie matheson has a series at his like farm i guess when you're youtube rich you can just have a farm yeah and uh, so he has a series of videos where he literally just walks around and eats vegetables, usually covered in dirt and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. It was cool, though. I mean, I also like that there are um, the woman who was giving them the tour of the ranch was like, oh, these carrots have gone too long. We have to pull them. And he was like, oh, we'll use them. And they were just like giant carrots yeah they're huge probably should bleep that yeah you're all (laughs) sorry you're really great today dan (laughs) they're like giant overgrown carrots and he's like these are still good we should use these and uh that salad that they made looked pretty delicious well even like they used radishes because she plants the radish as a deterrent Mm. so that wildlife doesn't eat the vet like the lettuce right Right. so the insects like radish greens more than like lettuces so right yeah, they made like tomatillos literally just so the flies would eat them. And they're like, how come you're not making tomatillo salad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tomatillo salsa. salsa. Yeah. Um, so here's an interesting thing. I rewatched this because I, I noticed this. Um, they never until like two thirds of the way through the episode mentioned that they're cooking for a bunch of people. Right. So I'm yeah, like, I didn't notice. Why that. are they making a salad that big? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just three guys. <laughs> Once they get to the kitchen, he says it. I don't know about but that. But there's also some cool stuff like in the kitchen when they're talking about like projects they're working on. Oh, at yeah. the time he's mentioning like this new show I'm working on, Mandalorian. He, he never says No, it. he doesn't say Mandalorian. No. Big yeah. big secret. Yeah, I like yeah. the way the way this was done. I also like the idea that a lot of people don't realize they think Skywalker Ranch, oh, that's Star Wars. But that's like an industry leading yep. sound design. They do a place. lot of the sound mix. Yeah, a lot of movies you'll see do sound mixing at Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, and like Jeff mentioned, ILM uh, Industrial Light and Magic is based out of there. Yep. So it was interesting to hear John Favreau talk about. It. He's like, "Oh, I've been coming to Skywalker Ranch since Iron Man. Yeah, for years. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, and like his familiarity with that kitchen and stuff. I'm gonna kind of call bullshit that he was um, editing and sound designing an entire movie and then staying after to cook huge meals in that kitchen. <laughs> Maybe a couple times, but you never know. Yeah. Um, okay. So every time Dave Filoni shows up in every in anything, I never remember what he looks like. <laughs> and then he shows up with a big old cowboy hat, oh, and I'm like, oh yeah, everywhere. that's Dave Filoni. I've seen. He kind of looks like person. Quentin Tarantino's younger brother. You think so? I we're could we're at a Comic Con. Yeah, I've seen him at a Comic Con. Yeah. on a panel, I've never seen him without the hat. Yeah. he's always wearing a T-shirt. I just never own, remember like, what he looks and stuff. like. Yeah. Um, every time I look him up, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He's the cowboy hat wearing man. Out of everyone that's quote unquote Hollywood or involved in like the movie industry, he seems yeah. like the most real life guy. Yeah, he's yeah, just for like, sure. yeah, like he's, he's also soft spoken. Yeah, and, he's also a huge nerd too. Like. I love that when uh, John Favreau said that he was killed off or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then Roy Troy was like, 
oh, you never know. Obi-Wan came back. And then Dave Filoni was like, yeah, you know, but you had like you had greed in you or whatever, something like that. And I was just like, oh, my God, he really knows the force. He also just corrects the casual fanness. (laughs) They're like, oh, there's that scene where Vader's sitting at the dinner table in Return of the Jedi. And he's like, Empire, Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Yeah, so good. Um, They make a couple things in this episode that I found actually pretty interesting. Uh, The Hangtown Fry. Yeah, that, that looked, looked good. really good. I've never heard of it before either. And I'm like, yo, I want to make that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like fried oysters and bacon. Dude, my omelet. gout toe was pulsing watching that. I was like, <laughs> I know it's like me. Don't eat this, but also do. <laughs> um, Sacrificial salsa. I don't know why they called it that. Oh, I just realized because the tomatillos are sacrificed for the, oh, for the yeah. insects. Did you put that together? I did not. No, oh. that makes sense. Yeah, that looked good. I love fire roasted salsas. Uh, what else did they do? The filet mignon wrapped in bacon. Yeah, that was like the last thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just that's a, a throwback thing. Yeah, even uh, they mention it. Roy Choi is like, this is going back to the fifties here. Yeah. Um. Also, we get another cop out dessert. I don't think Roy Choi likes to bake much. We get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peaches and plums roasted with cream on top. Yeah, like, but that's probably good. Oh, I sure love cooking good, with plums. Yeah. They pair yeah. with like pork really well. Pair? <laughs> the plums pair. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it looked like a good meal they served those people. We got the linguine with clams that Jeff yeah, mentioned. Yeah, that, that was like a staple growing up. I had that so many times. Yeah, mm-hmm. linguine vongole. Uh, so good. So, yeah. Uh, overall thoughts. I thought that... Um, the cooking looked great on this. Uh, the cinematography, everything. You could tell Favreau's like a nerd for Even that like stuff. the interstitial parts with the animation. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. It's like claymation or computer it's generated computer. to look yeah. like claymation. Right. But yeah, I, I think the whole series looks really good. I like the uh, the playoff, the play, the sort of, even Filoni called this out, the master Padawan relationship between Roy Choi and John Favreau. Yeah, for sure. Also appreciate that John Favreau is a hugely successful director and like screenwriter and stuff. And he fully takes a backseat to Roy Choi when it comes to the kitchen. Like Roy yeah. Choi orders his ass around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I like all that stuff. Uh, downsides from the two episodes we saw. I didn't really see any recipes. Well, I, I got to correct that. The Hangtown Fry. I was going to say I didn't see any recipes that I was really like blown away by or surprised mm-hmm. by right. or anything. But I, I'll take that back. The Hangtown Fry is something I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, and that's for me. I don't watch a lot of straight up cooking shows. Right. And if I'm going to like I'll watch things like Babish where it's got the movie connection or Maddie Matheson where it's just crazy Him screaming. Yeah. yeah. Right. But for a straightforward cooking show, which this kind of is. um. You got to like keep me coming back with recipes that I'm like either want to try or have never heard of before. Right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, my kind of final push is that for me, the cooking is kind of the backside of it. Like, I appreciate the cooking. Like cooking is more so like that's just like a comfort food for me. No pun intended (laughs) uh, with like the cooking and watching. You're there for like the camaraderie. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for like the camaraderie, especially between John and Roy. Uh, but I also really like the guests and stuff too because John and John is obviously an industry person. Like he knows mm-hmm. everything. He knows how movies get made and yeah, and just like, that. like the the bullshitting when you're exactly cooking. like when we do the cook with us videos, yeah. we're just joking around and stuff. Like Dave Filoni comes in and they're telling like Star Wars behind the scenes stories. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah, that's what I really like about it. I mean, like I watched an episode of Robert Rodriguez, which I wasn't like a huge fan of, but I was like, I kind of want to watch more Robert Rodriguez movies. Yeah, some of them are that. good. Yeah. Some of them are not. But. Yeah, Spy 
kids man spy kids people love spy kids i love spy kids that's so cool there he was like you know i make these really gory movies for adults but i have kids so i'm gonna make kids movies yeah. now and cast the same people in them mm. yeah it was awesome so yeah, yeah i think i'm ready for uh the question jeff do you want to ask the question dan I think we know the answer, but things go crazy here and talk me into studios. (laughs) That's right. Were Jimmy and I able to talk you into the chef show? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. This was very good. Yeah. Uh, It's also like, I didn't want to say it in my overall thoughts because it would kind of give away (laughs) even more so, but uh, it's very like bingeable. I could, I like wanted to watch more of these. Yeah. Yeah. Super. They made a reference to Gwyneth Paltrow and I was like, oh, I would like to see that. Yeah. She's in hot water now. She's in hot water? <laughs> yeah, with all the goop shit. Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, what happened? Is it a pyramid con- scheme? No, it's a bit controversial with uh, some sex ed talk, apparently. Oh, guys, look oh, it up. Oh, yeah. look it up, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to watch more of these. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 25 episodes. I have no idea if they're making more. <clears throat> that I have no clue for. Yeah, I mean, I find John Favreau and Roy Choi both pretty likable. Right. And I like the dynamic that, like, John Favreau, like you said, he's... He's got better knife skills than the average guy, but he doesn't have a lot of experience. Well, but he was also like right. teaching Dave Filoni how to like chop right. cilantro. Yeah. And also like uh he he like leans on Roy Choi in a way that's really adorable. Like Dave Filoni, he's like, "Hey Roy, uh you got to show Dave how to uh wrap these bacon wrapped fillets or whatever." And he's like, "No, no, you can just show each other. It's not that big of a deal." <laughs> Yeah, He's like, you can cut the bacon if you want. Yeah, so that's fine. Great. So, wow, that was that was fun, everybody. Uh, Dan, yeah. Next week, guys, we're gonna start getting into the holiday spirit next week. It's, it's the holiday it's the time season. For the season yeah. Of so whoop de doo, doc. Weird lyrics there, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I'm gonna spoil something a little behind the scenes. Oh, what? wow! For Christmas, we're gonna have. A Christmas roundtable episode. Oh, oh spoilers. Boy, that'll be in two weeks. And in the course of planning it out, I was torn between two subjects. So you picked them both. You <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch. So I was like, I really want to talk you guys into the Beach Boys Christmas album. It's something fundamental I grew up listening to. To this day, it's one of my favorite groups of Christmas music. We don't often have entire episodes dedicated to a single album. Yeah, and it's probably going to be a quick one, but yeah, it'll, be um, it'll be a fun fun. I was like, you know what? I think Jimmy and Jeff would appreciate this. It's nostalgic for me. Let's get in the holiday spirit as we're recording this. It's like the first week of December. (laughs) So I need to be pushed in that direction a little bit. So I'm going to be talking you guys into the Beach Boys Christmas album. Do you know anything about it? Have you listened to it before? I mean, I know I a few songs. I didn't but... know that they even had a Christmas album. Okay. I assume yeah. that if you were a band <laughs> from 1950 to 1989, you had a Christmas album at some point. Yeah. yeah it's a big way to like steal some extra money from your yeah. fans, but yeah. I think they Super do a good job way. of it. They actually write some originals that are catchy. And oh. for me and my family have become staples of the season. So from my family to yours, I'm going to be talking <laughs> you into the <laughs> Beach Boys Christmas that family, album. But it's fine. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, in the meantime, Jimmy, yeah, where can you find the podcast online? You can find the podcast at Talk Me Into on Twitter, at Talk Me Into Pod on Instagram, Talk Me Into on TikTok, and if you feel so inclined, you can send us an email, talkmeinto at gmail.com, where you can uh, leave us a review, make us a suggestion, do little fun things like that. 
And fellas, you yeah. can also find our YouTube show, So Discussions, on YouTube. Pop, pop. Yeah, we're doing a new episode every Thursday at this moment. Yeah. And uh, it has been quite fun. We have a bunch in the can for you. We're recording some more. Jimmy, today. why don't we go into two episodes a week? Never. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is never happening. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. And also, if you would like, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash talk me into where you can see an episode early. Yeah, we have to pay for this OD somehow. We're not getting comped yet. Yeah, but you also get a bunch of talk me into exclusive content as well. Uh, Dan, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter under the name Danny underscore breakdown and check out my band disqualifier wherever you listen to music. That was your number five band on Spotify rap this year. It was. <laughs> I, I Honestly, like little side tangent, several people have been like, oh, that's lame. You listen to yourself all the time. Guys, I joined the band this past year, so I had to learn all the yeah, songs. Right. Uh, it probably will be next year, too, though, because I like us. Yeah. I was a fan before I was in the band. Right. Jeff, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. It's Jeff with five Fs, the number 27. I usually post about Doctor Who, and sometimes I say mean things to Republicans. Yeah. That deserve it. That's fun. Jimmy, where can people find you online? You can find me at Son of a Fitch on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube.com slash Son of a Fitch, where I'm hopefully posting some more content. Who knows? The world is crazy right now, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What can we talk you into next? If everybody had a Christmas <laughs> across the USA, everybody would be Christian the Chris way that in God USA. intended. In USA. <laughs> There's so many people out there who would love that idea. Right. <laughs> America, America, everybody now. America, America. America. Dying just like America. Oh man, I don't have any fun facts. Oh, you dumb bastard. Oh man, I have some, but they're dumb. Oh, I actually have a talking myself into that's uh, very on topic for this episode. So is mine. Whoa, what if it's the same one? That'd be very Holy funny. shit. <laughs> so is mine. <laughs> you guys ready? No. Okay. Uh. <laughs> we were just really sad together. Now I'm trying to bring up the mood a little bit. Mm. Get those clips clipping. I'll do it myself. Thanos. Thanos. Jimmy, you see Shang-Chi yet? I did. I saw it in theaters. What did you uh, think? I liked it. Yeah. It was good. It was, it was, it, I think it was overhyped and I waited so long that mm. I was just a little a little underwhelmed, but it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I did like Eternals better, though. Mm, I still haven't finished it. I'm going to wait until the quality isn't poopy. I like Shang-Chi better. Yeah, so far, know, so far, I like Shang-Chi better, too. I like the Eternals. <clears throat> I know, I'm just teasing you. I'm ready when you guys are. <coughs> Little grip muffin. Get on you. What up, GM? That's oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's where it ended. Did that's anyone check for reviews ended. or anything? Grit don't muffin. have any. Come on. Jimmy, stop. <laughs> You're being a real Dan right now, Jim. <laughs> I'm not down. What are you talking about? I love my ugly. We should make a So Discussions commercial, Jim, that you could insert. I like that. In like every episode in between segments. Sure. Um, before the end of the day. 
we'll do that. Yeah. 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 Do we have any reviews? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we got any emails? Nope. Okay, bring some down. All right, James Fitch. Oh, James Fitch blogs. Yes. Is that me? Bring us in. Unless you want me to. I don't care. Chef, Chef show. show. Chef show. Wow, wow, wow. This is Chef show. I took notes on this. I just got to remember where. Okay, I got it. <laughs> At your job. Well, sometimes I take notes in bed while I watch, and those go into the just the notes. Yeah. But if I'm taking them like at a computer i'll use like microsoft word right and then you leave them on your computer and then your boss sometimes and then you get fired <laughs> sometimes yeah she never said a word about it really mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. congratulations on having a job i oh. just cut out yeah completely. Me too. Oh, so did i headphones yep everything's dead is that check check your thing is red over it's not red did it get unplugged i think the the headphone amp just got unplugged no, no. that's plugged in oh your um camera charger might take more voltage than that power strip can handle. Maybe because I noticed like You're, when you plug yeah, it in, it's not red right now. There's no light on it. Yeah, it might have flipped. Now we're Gucci. <clears throat> we're Gucci Gucci Brody Gucci. Wow, Stucci who brings Gucci's. us back? You, you doing it? 150 episodes. Still don't know. You ready, Jim? <laughs>